Welcome and thanks for tuning in to the Chosen Generation Ministries podcast. Our prayer is that the word you hear today will empower you and equip you so that you can advance spiritually, physically, and in every other area of your life. Enjoy the word. Leaders, we have instructions. Let those that are listening, leaders that are listening in this hour, in this critical time, we have instructions, so therefore the body of Christ has instructions, amen, on how we're going to get through this, amen, but how we're going to get through this victoriously, not with no setbacks, not with no hiccups, amen. See, what I'm giving you tonight, we're going to bypass all of that falling and getting up, falling and getting Look, you can sing that song only so many times, and then that song needs to be kicked out of the church. We fall down and we get up. You keep falling down. Let's get to the problem of why you keep falling down sing it one time hey I'm not like that sing it one time but don't let that be your testimony we fall down and we get up we fall down when you gonna get up and stay up hallelujah so let's go we're gonna get in this living as a believer in the end times it's gonna bless us all hallelujah the Lord as I was preparing for it he was blessing me as I look look pouring it on me as I'm gonna pour it on you and I'm just having a good time sitting at my desk glory be to God because we need to know what to do we need to know what to do the pressures out there is different from five years ago it's different from just a year ago because it's been a new release of a demonic realm realms are not by themselves realms are literally a literally it's like a um you know how beads are necklaces are that's how a realm is There's many in that realm, and when they're released on the earth, they're released into different areas of the earth. There's a different type of realm of the demonic that has been released on the earth that's going to require believers to make it, amen, and to follow the instructions that is given uh, to us. Glory be to God. So so take your seat. Take your seat. I want to read this um, and just follow as we get, get to the word. I want to read this to you first. God has always given his people instructions as it relates to living victoriously. He's always given us what we need to know so that we can make it and not keep getting involved in stuff and falling and all this stuff. That was never God's true intentions for our lives. Matthew 24, 2 through 13. Let's start with the foundational scripture here. Amen. We're going to look at Matthew 24, 2 through 13, and then we're going to go over to 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Bible scholars, we're going to work tonight. Amen. Ministers, we're going to work tonight. Hallelujah. Chosen generation, we're going to work tonight. Upcoming ministers, we're going to work tonight. Hallelujah. We're going to work tonight. Amen. Glory be to God. Why? Because we need to know, Brother Devon, how as a church to be a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, and pleasing to him. We need to know this. And, and, and we need to know this and do this with mastery so that no soul misses something that God intended for him or her to participate because we, the church, has lost our power, we've lost our prayer life, and we've lost our purpose, and my God, we've lost our identity of why we're here, amen? So let's see what Jesus has to say. He's talking with his disciples here. And Jesus, verse 2, and Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? 
Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left one, here one, stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now here he's talking about the temple literally being destroyed. And then he goes on because, see, Jesus, whenever he spoke, his disciples, see, real scholars, real students, when the teacher speaks, they're all at, at attention. Amen. Those that's going to learn something. Have you ever noticed that in class? I see, I noticed it. Those that really want to learn something, they're like, what did I miss? Give me the tape. I think I missed some. Oh, hey, brother said, what did they say? Amen. True, true students. Amen. Because they don't want to miss something that's going to help them get to the next level. Amen. That's all that is. They're not trying to be better than you. Like that. They just want to get the information. So this is what happened with the disciples. Verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, so the disciples, they had a question. They was like, are you talking about that this stone, every, this, all this is going to be torn down, and they, then, Lord, you're taking us deeper with revelation. Then he says, tell us when shall these things be? They wanted to know when is all of this going to happen and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. Jesus, verse 4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. That's number one. You can write this down, people of God, if you would like. Take no man, let no man deceive you, amen? That's a sure indication in the times that we're living in, the spirit of deception is running rampant, Amen. Spirit of deception is making you think or feel or see something that is not true. It's deceiving. That's what, literally, that's what the snake did to, to Eve uh, in the garden. Amen. And then with that spirit of deception, do you see how that spirit of deception, if a person believes a lie or believes something that's falsehood, what happens is that spirit of deception, it, it, it continues on. And so when Eve heard the information, which was a lie, it was the spirit of deception, then she shared it with her husband. And then, look, and then it went on and went and went on and it went on and it went on and it went on from generation to generation. Amen. It, the spirit of deception never stopped. It started in the Garden of Eden. Amen. And it continues now, even into our New Testament church. Amen. So Jesus says to them, he says, look, take heed that no man deceive you. That's number one. Don't let anybody trick you. Don't let anybody tell you anything that's not true. Line it up with the word of God. In other words, continue verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. So many is going to come. He says, guess what? There's going to be some, some, some phonies. You know, they're going to come in my name saying that, I'm, that they are the Christ. He says, look for the signs. You're going to see that. Are we not seeing different anti-Christ issues that are rising up that wants people to think that they are the Christ? We're seeing some of that now. Let's go on. Verse 6, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. I'm just giving you a foundation, church. Wars and rumors of wars. You're going to hear about that. You're going to hear about wars of rumors of wars. I believe I just, what was that, just two months ago we heard about possibly a, a war that would take place from a, one of the countries in the Middle East versus in the, we heard of a possible, it, we're hearing rumors of things that's going to take over and things that's going to take place according to this. See that ye not be troubled, but we the church, we don't get troubled when all of this is going on. We're not, listen, we're not getting troubled and we're not, look, with the rioting and all of this stuff that's going on, listen, we're concerned about it, we pray about it, but we're not troubled and involved in it. Amen? No. Because then you're telling me, you, now you're saying to the Lord that, well, then I, I'm, I'm serving two masters because, you know, that master on that side says I need to retaliate. But then Jesus tells us through the word of God, he tells us, he says, you know, we don't retaliate. In other words, revenge is his. He takes control of that. He deals with it. Amen. 
So as we go on, as we see this, amen, he says, don't let your heart be troubled. So we cannot be troubled, sleepless nights and, 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 and can't think straight and getting involved in things that's not according to the will of God for your life, you know, because your heart is so troubled. Jesus said that so many times. He also said that, he says, don't let your heart be troubled because if he was telling the disciples, I'm going to prepare a place for you. You know, he was, tell, he was always talking about, don't, don't worry. You know, don't let your heart be troubled. You know, he's dealing with our, don't let these issues override you and you're so worried and you're perplexed and you can't think right. You, you, you're not thinking clearly. You you thinking like the world. You talking like the world. You talking about going and getting your glop and all of this stuff. And no, 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 no. The, the, we're the children of God. We fight differently. We talk differently. We position ourselves differently. We position ourselves like this. This is our posture. Because this, the posture of prayer, will do more damage than a physical retaliation, amen, or burning somebody's building down. That's, that's, that's how we work. That's how we operate. That's why, Apostle and I, we don't want you all, bless your hearts, we don't want this out there getting over into your heart. And now here comes an issue out of your heart because they can't tell the difference. Because, man, you said love your enemy. Bless those that persecute you. Pray for them. That's what you said, Christian, believer, tongue talker, shouter, praise dancer. That's what you said. But now we're seeing something totally different. Amen. We will not allow our testimony to be ashamed. Amen. Glory be to God. Okay, let's go on. For all these things must come to pass. He says, these things are going to come to pass. And this is Jesus talking. But the end is not yet. He says, even if you see these things, he's talking to the disciples. He's talking to chosen generation, viewers online. He's talking to us today. He says, if you see these things, it's not the end yet. Because he gave us an indication of when the end is. Amen. In the book of Matthew. We'll look at that before we close today. But he gave us, he, he gave us a whereabout or something to really think about. Oh, okay. When the end will come. Okay. Oh, yeah. You said when this gospel is preached all over the world. Then look and watch, church. Because your redeemer is coming. The gospel hasn't been preached all over the world yet. And see, look in the spirit, people of God. Them wanting to lock down and shut down the mouths of churches and leaders and voices that when they lift their voice, people get free, they get delivered, they have a new attitude, they're seeing different. See, all of that of shutting it down was literally to literally quiet and silence the voices for, for freedom. Not of freedom, but for others to be free. Amen? Because this gospel must be shed all around the world. Amen? Then he says, I'll, I'll he says, look, church, be, be on watch. Don't be like the five foolish and the five wise. Five foolish, you know how they, you know, they're like, oh, yeah. Let me, let me. I like to demonstrate, oh, yeah, just pretend like there's no oil in here. Oh, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're, we're going to go. And then you got five wise. Here, yeah, yeah, we got our oil, and we even got extra. We got our oil. And then what happened, saints of God? They got a little sleepy, fell asleep. That's what's happening to many in the church. 
falling asleep. And there's no oil in their temples. There's no oil. We need to have the oil so that when he comes and we hear him, hey, he's got, we're ready. And we're fully loaded with the oil. That what he says we're supposed, we're not going to look for it. Oh, let me find my oil. Let me find, let me, have you ever been, let me find it. No. The church is always supposed to be ready. And this that's going on out here is to distract the church so that we're not ready. Because we're so glued into this and that and what the government said. Do you all that started out with this ministry, when the ministry first started, do you all remember how Apostle and I, we would always tell you all, don't get hooked up with the government. Don't rely on the government system. Because there's a day when they can't do nothing for you. But if you rely in the kingdom system, I promise you when you need him, he'll show up. Hallelujah. He'll show up every time. Because guess what? In your days of much and in your days of wealth and in your days of, you know, many and, 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 and you had extra and everything and you, 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 you were doing right. You were sowing, tithing, sowing, uh, making sure the kingdom of God was all in order and in place. You invest in the kingdom. Now this is a time when the kingdom is going to invest in your life. And you will know when the kingdom is investing in your life because there's no worries. There's no, hey, hey, everything is cool. My meal bear is full. Gas tank is full or halfway full or a third or whatever. But you're getting to where you got to go. Hey, this is full. Because when you invest in something that loves you, it's going to invest in you back. So we, we, I don't know if you all, I don't want to get too in a tangent with that, but, we, you know, we were talking about all this, and, and look where we're at now. So we just got to be mindful. We gotta mind. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. So verse 7. Let's go to verse 7. Hallelujah. For nations shall rise against nation. That's happening. Amen. Ooh. And kingdoms against kingdom. All right now. Hallelujah. I can tell you one kingdom, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness is going at it full throttle. Hallelujah. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in divers places. So I was looking, so we were talking about something about that there's like a sandstorm. Did many of you all see that? That's headed our direction or in the, the, the vicinity. And, and you're saying to yourself, sandstorm. Hmm. It, isn't sand supposed to be over in the Middle East? What is it doing making its way to? You've got to think about these things because you know why? God is talking. He's talking. He says, look, this, these strange things and so forth that's coming on. Look, 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 church, my beloved, don't you get worried or fearful because you're grounded in me. Don't get worried or fearful. But these things have to come so that, guess what, prophecy can be fulfilled. Because I told you, my beloved, I will give you signs and I will, I will show you things that's going to come. So when it happens, we're not alarmed, but we're right in position where we're supposed to be when trouble comes. Amen. Okay, let's go on. All right. So verse, let's go on to verse nine here. Uh, glory be to God. Oh, let, no, no, I'm sorry. Let's go back up to verse uh, eight. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. 
So you're going to see people very sorrowful, very sad, and so forth. And so because of what's happening, they're fearful. Hallelujah. I know I was, there was some statistic they were saying that so many people are committing suicide during this time. I don't know if many of you have seen that things. Well, you know what, church? You got to stay whole. Hey, you got to stay whole. You got to keep your mind in perfect peace. When I read that, and, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, a lot of people are like, oh, my God. I said, you know what, okay, God. So you're just saying by seeing that, that that is a reality, that is happening in many people's lives, then guess what? The church got to even be more stronger. The church really got to keep their acts together. The church literally got to purify their thought life and their mind so that we can go and help these people that's about to blow their brains out because they don't have any answers to their problems. Remember Bishop said Sunday, church is the answer. Jesus is the answer, amen? It's in us, and it's as clear as day. Okay, let's go on here. So verse, uh, let's go to verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, okay? See, there's people is very upset about the church because, you know, we're, we're talking holiness. We're talking keep doing the same thing you do when you first gave your life to the Lord. We're talking, you know, church attendance, and we're talking about, you know, giving yourself to God, burying yourself in God, burying yourself to the things of God. And there's some people that want to afflict us because we, of what we stand for and what we believe. But this is who we are. Amen. Look at this. And shall betray one another. You're going to see that betrayal. And shall hate one another. You're just going to see, well, you're seeing the spirit of hate running rapid now more than ever. The spirit of hate. I I think that's one of the worst demons that you can deal with is the spirit of hate because the spirit of hate leads to murder. Amen? Glory be to God. That's why God had a problem. Hey, Cain, where's your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? Is that not what he said? Am I not my brother's keeper? God could smell his brother's blood going down the stream or going down across the road or whatever. He could smell his brother's blood. Do you know what caused that? The spirit of hate. Spirit of jealousy, yeah. Jealousy, yeah. If jealousy is in your heart, you got to kill it. Saints of God, you got to kill it. You got to crush it. Then you got to douse it with the blood of Jesus till you don't see it no more. You don't feel it no more. It's not in your flesh because eventually if you don't kill jealousy, what it turns into is hatred for that person. And then we have a death sentence in place. So we have to kill those things. We got to work on it. Amen. So that it's not named once among us. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Verse 10, and then, and then shall many, verse 10, be offended. There's going to be many offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Let's go on verse 11. And many false prophets shall rise. Here we go. And shall deceive many false prophets. I, I got another word. I call them lying prophets. Because if you're not telling the truth, you just told me a lie. And guess what? If you're not telling me the truth, I can't trust you. Amen? Glory be to God. False prophets is rising up. You watch those parking lot prophets. Hallelujah. Watch those parking lot prophets that don't have a ground to stand on. Meaning they don't have a foundation of processing to stand on. Because anytime you're dealing with a real prophet or prophetess, they've been through some things. 
vaping drugs and some things. And then God says, then I feel and I, I, God will say, I believe I can trust you with an anointing to prophesy and, hey, and say what I need to say to my people. Not trying to find a hidden corner or a hidden place <laughs> to tell a lie. Amen. This is what he says. Watch out for that. And many false prophets shall rise, deceiving. deceiving. Go on, let's go on, verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, meaning sin, sin is going to abound, it's going to run rapid, the love of many shall wax cold. The love of many will be like ice. And we all know ice is cold. Hallelujah. That's what happens, glory be to God, during the end times and the perilous times and what we're seeing when you can kill your brother or kill your sister and walk away innocent, don't even look back like you've done nothing. That's nothing but a cold ice brick heart. And we, the church, cannot allow our hearts to become like them. Am I right? I don't care how much anger, how much disappointment, and how much injustice that you see, and you say, that's not right. You still love with the love of Christ, and let God do his job, and you do yours by praying, calling on the name of Jesus, interceding, God, make it right. Touch the hearts. Touch the minds revitalize them restore them that's what we do as a church we don't support madness in the midst of confusion because if you turn dark where is the light amen glory be to God hey we want to be successful Lord in these evil days in these last days we as a church we want to be successful we want to make you proud we want you to be pleased with us that's all this is tonight amen we, we don't want to turn like the world we want to be able to help the world we want to have the answer for the world but if you're standing somewhere at a gas station, you're fussing and cussing and, 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 and rooting them on and all of this funny business, where is the difference? You're just like the world. He said, come out from among them and separate yourself because I'm trying to raise an army that is structured in holiness and that has a guidance about their life, the Holy Ghost, and they have a discipline about themselves that no matter how much flesh wants to retaliate, they hold themselves back with the principles of the gospel and they will not make their father not proud of them or they will not disappoint their father. Hallelujah. Because when nobody else is watching, he's watching what we have to say. What's coming out of our mouths, church, amen? Let's go on, let's go on. So look, 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 and then he goes on to say, verse 12, but he that shall endure unto the end, endure to the end, that's a very important scripture, but he that endureth to the end, this is what this teaching is to bless you all and to empower you all and to strengthen you all. But he that endureth to the end, it goes on to say, shall be saved. I want to be saved. Am I by myself? I want to be saved. And I believe we're, we serve a church that want to be saved. I mean, really saved for real. Amen. Glory be to God. 
all this other stuff out here. I don't know. I don't know what no, listen, I don't know what any other person is preaching or teaching. I don't know. All I know is what our assignment is here at Chosen Generation, you end time revival movement. Yeah, we are part of the end time movement that's happening. We have to be prepared. We have to be focused. We have to be disciplined. We have to get ourselves in a place where we can hear the Lord and then react to what he said. Not how we feel or what we want to do, amen, but react to what he's saying to us. Oh, my God. Let's go on. Let's go on. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. There will most likely be a part two. That's good. That's good. That's good. It's all right because we need it. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Just follow me. Hallelujah. As I go, I'm not going to explain these different various uh, points that I'm getting ready to make or these characteristics. We'll look at that at another time. Um, I know last year I did an extensive teaching on the different things to look for that we're not supposed to be walking in, especially during these perilous and these last days. But I'm going to read through these and you follow them. Please forgive me if it sounds like I'm going fast, but there's some other meat, spiritual meat that I must give you. Amen. Verse, okay, let's look at 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. And let's look at uh, number one. It says, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Are we, church family, in the last days of perilous time? Say it again. Yes, we are. There's no doubt about it. Look, glasses or no glasses, we are in the perilous times. Amen. Look at this, verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. These are indications. Look, these are indications that is going on. Men being, I'm going to go down through the list, but guess what? I'm sharing this with you all so that we don't fall guilty to it. So that we don't start loving ourselves. So that we don't start becoming covetous. Sitting right up in church with your saved, sanctified, holy roller self. Amen. I'm reading through these so that it, it don't come nowhere here. And if it does, what do we do? We kill it. We kill it, amen. We kill it. We kick it out. Hey, it don't belong up in chosen generation. This is a holy house, a sanctified house. Amen. Look, this is God's house. I do that even at our house. I'm like, this is God's house. Who is that at? Whose house? God's house. Seriously. Because when you act like your house is God's house, you're not going to do no foolish stuff up in that house. Amen? You're not going to be doing or involving yourself in things because guess what? This is God's house. Well, it ain't a church. No, this, this is God's house. Uh-oh. Temple, our bodies. This is, he lives here. We have to watch it. Amen? That's all I'm saying. Okay, let's can we go through these. Okay, so look at this. So, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, oh, you know, I boast, boast, yeah, 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 and I got it. No, 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 no. You know what? Don't be boasters. You know, test, look, look. Let me help, let me teach you. Testifying and boasting is two different things. Testifying is saying, hey, the Lord did such and such and such, this happened and so forth, and I was here, but you know what? If it wasn't for the glory of God, the hand of God, you know, that's a testimony. Now, boasting, this is what bo- I got so much this and I got, you ain't said nothing about God, but you boasting on it. God said, I don't like that. 
And I'll think twice of giving you anything if you're going to boast on something that I gave you in the first place. Where am I in the equation? Proud. Proud. We don't want to have that proud look. Amen? Hallelujah. Blasphemers, disobedient. I want to teach it. I want to teach it, but we're going to get, we're going to come back to this in a different day. Disobedient to parents. Amen. Amen. Our young people. Ooh, we got all our young people here in the house tonight. Don't be disobedient to parents, okay? Hallelujah. Love them, respect them, honor them. Amen. It pleases the Lord. It really does. It pleases the Lord to see us. I'm, look, I still honor and respect my mama. Amen. My daddy. Well, your daddy ain't say I still respect the man. Because my respect and honor and love to him will just maybe one day get him saved. Hallelujah. So it's the little things, even if they are, you know, something you don't agree with, you know. Okay, you know, smile, choke it up. Amen. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Because God's watching. That's the word, you all, and we just want to stay in full compliance. Again, we want to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this message, share us on your social media page with friends and family. We want the word to spread so that more and more will come into the knowledge of God for themselves. Again, thanks for listening.